With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. Doug Gottlieb show. Uh, it's live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. 888-FARMERS. A switch. You can save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you can do with your in a few minutes. Just call 888-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Uh, there's there's a, a million things to get to, but let's start here. Aaron Rodgers has an extension on his deal. Rodgers is going to get a $14.7 million in salary, $6.8 million in roster bonus, which, again, seems like pennies on the dollar compared to the money the other guys are making. Like, oh, he's only making $21 million. Like, look, dude, he got all a ton of money up front the past couple of years. $21.5 million in compensation. Minimum base salary, like a million dollars, which means the rest is a signing bonus. They added two voidable years. That will create $16.34 million in cap space. Basically, they did what they, you know, there's still a big dead cap money number at the end of next year. So they're not going to trade him at the end of next year. And they gave him more guaranteed money. And there's more dead cap money on the back end of this deal. That's how it looks. That's how it looks. And to me, it simply signifies what we thought, which is Aaron Rodgers gets, you know, a little bit more security. He's earned the right to have two years instead of one, because the way it was written was at the end of next year, they probably could have moved on if they wanted to, and they don't want to. Why should they want to? You know, so it was, it was changed some. 
the the deal basically the the following year is twenty five million dollars in base salary and eleven point five in signing bonus, which means instead of the thirty nine million dollars in cap hit, in order for him to stay in future years, they'll redo the deal again. This is kind of this is the new age of the NFL and the new type of finances. So that's the that's the deal. That's where we are with this thing. Which is Aaron Rodgers simply got more time to figure out what they want to do and they got more money to spend elsewhere. And I'm sure what he said is, "Hey, look, I'm going to move this into a signing bonus. This will push more dead cap money down the road. What I need you to do is go let's go get better players. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I'm in, you're in, who's in? We're all in. It's like the ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. That's what it feels like to me. That's what, that's what it feels like to me. So we're all acting like, like Aaron Rodgers isn't going to age. He's going to play forever. He wants to play forever. I, I don't know if that's actually the case. I just don't. Aaron's been a guy who he likes somebody, then he doesn't like somebody. He wants to play forever, then he doesn't. Or he wants to quit early, then he wants to play forever. So you got to protect yourself from that. It's a reasonable protection. And I don't think that changed anything at all in terms of everybody's uh, thoughts on what, on where the Packers, the where the Packers are fairly, you know, uh, are a, a fairly conservative crew. Um, but there's a simple restructure to that deal. And it's a middle, middle ground, two sides settle on team gets a little help on the cap and the player gets some guaranteed money on the cap pushed in the future. It's not perfect, but it's probably the, the, the best thing. An extension. You kick that till next year when you see what the salary cap's going to be and you see how well he plays. You know, Aaron Rodgers didn't want it to be a lame duck season and I don't blame him. So it's not going to be, you know, some people said, "Hey, they haven't restructured. They haven't restructured it. What they're doing is they're 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 going to fix it." And I, I think that's a very reasonable thing to do, in order to create a little bit more uh, guaranteed money, a little bit more cash space, and a little bit more freedom for the for the Packers to go get more players or to keep more players. All of that makes a ton of sense. They they signed Mercedes Lewis today. That's enough, right? Not enough. Um, I won't say that I, I would never see, I could never see Aaron Rodgers playing in a different Jersey because we've seen you, you name it, you know, in our, in our lifetime, Dan Marino and John Elway. And I guess Ben Roethlisberger are like and Eli Manning, like the three guys that haven't switched jerseys feels like almost everybody else does. And the only other one I can think of recently is Matt Ryan, who was an MVP. But if you, you look at, at quarterbacks who were MVPs, even of the, of the NFL, these are the guys that had the best of the best of the best years. And in, Drew Brees switched teams, right? Obviously, some of it was because of injury, but a, a good portion of it was because they drafted Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers switched teams. So I don't think it becomes an absolute that he switches teams, but Favre did, Peyton did, Brady did, Johnny Unitas did. Um, heck, you go back and obviously Joe Theismann didn't because he hurt his leg. I don't think he came back as anything other than a than a, than a, a Washington football to Washington Redskin. Dan Marino didn't. John Elway didn't. But Joe Montana did. Steve Young, absolutely. Favre, absolutely. Kurt Warner did. Rich Gannon did. These are all MVPs of the league. Tom Brady has. Peyton Manning has. Aaron Rodgers hasn't. Cam Newton has. Matt Ryan hasn't. Patrick Mahomes hasn't and might not. And Lamar Jackson, obviously, has only been in the league for three years. So not crazy to think he ends his career elsewhere, 
but I would say it's crazy to think that the Packers haven't reassessed where they are with Aaron Rodgers after the season he had last year and thought, how can we fix this, free up some money, make everybody happy, and make Aaron Rodgers think we're going to keep him around for, um, for a little bit more time. Make sense? The division got interesting, right? Like the Lions feel like they're going to rebuild. We don't, the Bears haven't fixed the quarterback spot as of yet. Like Andy Dalton doesn't make them definably that much better. And the Vikings had to rework things last year because the cap, and they don't feel much better. I, I, I'm, if, if somebody said, hey, the time is now for the Packers to stop being conservative and go for it, I think they're right. It's interesting because when you look at, at the, the Buccaneers who re-signed two of their starters, including Adamic and Sue earlier today, the Buccaneers are a team who, hey, the Falcons are new coach, new style. The Panthers, they still don't know who their quarterback's going to be. They thought they were going to get Deshaun Watson. They're not now. And the Saints are going to have a new quarterback. It's not crazy to think that the Buccaneers go from an afterthought in that division to far and away the best team in that division. The problem there is we don't know how much Tom Brady has left. And as much as Tom Brady made a couple of great throws in some of the playoff games, there were other throws where you're like, that was terrible. And there'll be more of those as you get older. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live in the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports Radio Studios. You could switch and save a bundle on auto insurance. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Charles Barkley says um, this about the best offensive players in NBA history. To LeBron or Giannis or anybody, James Harden might be the best basketball player in the world, period. Listen, James has made some. I didn't, that style in Houston was never going to win, but he has yeah. adapted and changed. I think he is a little bit better defensively. But for them to win games without KD and without Kyrie, you got to give that man some credit. And like I say, he is the most awesome offensive player I've ever seen. Uh, Listen, Michael and Kobe were better players from the guard standpoint. But as far as offensively, they couldn't shoot threes like him. They were not as great as dribbling the basketball, uh, going to the basket, getting fouled. (laughs) <laughs> but we got to give that guy credit, man. He is an offensive machine, plain and simple. He is an offensive machine. That's that's for sure. I think he's great. I, I personally, I would say Durant when he's healthy, because Durant has an almost unblockable shot. But James Harden's unbelievable. This is what I have always said. And Gavin, you're new to this show. Ramos is sitting there going like, oh, "I'm just going to get annoying hearing this again." I think James Harden's an incredible basketball player who, when he was in Houston, I couldn't watch him play. It was just just too much. Too much. But he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, in terms of being an offensive player, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure Charles is wrong either. And Charles didn't say he's absolutely positively. He's a as good or better passer than anybody in the game, LeBron included. Okay, He is... Uh, a rem- now he's a remarkable shooter, finisher, below the rim, creativity-wise. And he's a he's not only got a great open shooter, but his ability to create space. Like people talk, the people talk about about Steph and how Steph has changed the game, and kids copy Steph, and they do. Do you know who else they copy? They copy James Harden. They, they, that you can't copy Durant because he's seven feet tall and he's got so much game. You can't really copy LeBron because LeBron's six eight two sixty plays bully ball and he shoots that funky weird sidestep step back whatever. James Harden is probably the most replic has the most replicated moves in the NBA more than Steph Curry because that dude isn't crazy explosive and yet or crazy quick and yet he get he creates space gets shots, draws fouls. In new age basketball, I'm 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 more in Charles Camp than I am against Charles Camp. So um yeah, I I, I think it's a reasonable discussion to have. Reasonable discussion. DeSager, where are you on on James Harden? Because part of it is it it was hard to get over how tough it was to watch them play in Houston yeah. with all the dribbling and all the one on one. And so when you're like, no, 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 it's different now. You're like, yeah, I don't believe it. So it, it's a but really it tough thing to, to to do. But it was hard to watch, and nothing more so than how they bombed out of the playoffs that one time where they just kept shooting threes. 
And it kind of like the Celtics that week, as I recall. But yeah, things are not exactly the same. And the talent, it's just at the silly level, it's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Still listed as questionable, by the way, for tonight, Brooklyn at Utah with the sore neck. You were mentioning the name of uh, Bill Russell earlier, by the way, when you're talking about great defense. I always bring up the fact that Russell did face Wilt Chamberlain head-to-head a lot, about 100 times. And there were a lot of missed shots to be had in the high-scoring games back then. But the rebounding numbers, Bill Russell averaged 23 rebounds a game head-to-head. Wilt Chamberlain, 28 rebounds per game in his career against Bill Russell and the Celtics. Talk about silly numbers and 30 points a game. And remember, there was no block shot stat. So people are talking about defense. You rightly framed it in more of a recent NBA history. But if people are actually going to talk about all-time defenders, you can't start when, oh, okay, now I can look and see how many, you know, X number of block shots this guy got, you know, Akeem, for example. The stat didn't exist back in Russell and Chamberlain. Doesn't no, mean they it, didn't play good defense. No, no, it was it's just a, it, like it is a different sport. I don't even think it pays to in- incorporate them into our discussion. It's like the NFL quarterback discussions. You're right. It's like so-and-so has more passing yards than Troy Aikman. Well, it doesn't mean he's better than Troy Aikman. It was completely different. It was a completely different sport. Yeah. In, in the NFL, the number of snaps is different. The number of passes are different. The officiating was different. Everything is different. The same goes to the NBA. It was completely different. It just was. There's, it's, not, it's not worth it. And most, most people, you didn't see him play. If you didn't sit down and see them play and be able to like, you know, so for, for me, once you get past 86, 87, you know, like I'm 11 years old, it's still, it's still very young and watching, but I, I know enough to know and recall uh, Bird and Magic and Jordan and Isaiah and that group. And then, you know, the, the, the ones that came after Jordan, that's really my era. Those guys are my around my age or even younger. So reading between the lines, you're saying Mark Eaton did deserve to have his jersey retired in Utah. I would not say Mark Eaton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His jersey retired, seriously? I believe so, yes. I like Mark Eaton. He's a good guy, but I don't... Yeah, that one I don't know about. I'm not going to not gonna lie to you. I don't, I don't know about that one. That one seems like a stretch to me. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports. Right? Women's got women's got 800,000? Yes. Is that the Iowa game? Uh, I, there was only one listed, 9 p.m. Eastern window. Yeah, I think it was the Iowa game. She's the, the, their best player is outstanding. Um, that was my first women's hoop I, I really watched this year. We're going to be joined in a second by Mike Daniels, of course. He was, he was uh, drafted by the Green Bay Packers, and that was back when... Um, when, when Dom Capers was their defensive coordinator and, uh, you know, dude became one of the top hundred players in the NFL as voted on by his peers played in a pro bowl. And of course, uh, then he went to the lions. Um, he went to the lions and now with the Bengals after, you know, playing for them last year, of course, uh, he had an elbow injury last year and then he had the COVID-19 list. It was a crazy, crazy season. Mike Daniels joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Mike, how are you? Um, after hearing that introduction, I think I'd let you know I'm healthy. No, I know I know no, I am. I was going to get into the... I'm, I'm healthy, man. No COVID, nothing, man. I'm, I feel great, man. Oh, how, would you, how, how, would you how would you characterize your year in Cincinnati? You know what, man? It was a. I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely got to get some, uh, so a lot, lot of really good production in limited playing time. And golly, man, I, 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 I like last year really let me. I knew it, but sometimes you got to go through it and let me know that I have so much more left in the tank. I mean, I can't wait for this season to begin. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I felt about last year. It really was like a all right. Let's keep this thing rolling, man. Let's keep on building. Like we're doing great right now. Yeah. So, so you're the first time you set eyes on Joe Burrow, right? Like, and look, you yeah. you spent you spent the first bit of your career drafted by the Packers. So you've been around greatness, and you're around Stafford when you're in Detroit. You get to Cincy, and they draft a number one overall pick, and it's Joe Burrow. What did you think the first time you met him? The guy's a pro. Pro's pro. I didn't know if I was looking at a rookie. Or a four-year vet who's already dealt through the uh, 
the 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 um the turmoil of being the NFL franchise quarterback. I mean, that's just the way the kid carries himself. Your first game as a Bengal was the most Bengals game ever, right? Where you guys are really good and you're right there with the Chargers and you get right and it's all of a sudden you miss a miss a kick. First there was a I think a, a terrible offensive pass interference call in the end zone that would have won you the game. And then you miss a kick that would have sent to overtime. And this is like you've been a part of winning teams most of your entire career, going back to college at Iowa. You won. Was there when you when you joined the Bengals? I'm sure there's other some of your boys in the league like yeah, hey man, it's great, but good luck winning there. Did did that did it set into uh, any sort of mental negativity that man we got to how do we get away from this finding ways to lose games we should win? Oh man, no, no. See, I'm an overcomer. I've been overcoming my entire career. Overcoming right now. That's what I do, right? And I infect that. I try to inflict infect that attitude towards my team, right? With all my buddies in the locker room and everybody, uh, 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 even the coaching staff, if need be, right? And that showed up, that Monday night game. Came in, gave the team speech, got us all going, man. Like, hey, let, let's know what we're about. It's time to win on Monday night against the team who's won 11 wins straight, right? We're no longer a little brother. Let's, let's get after these guys, man. And that's just what I bring. So no matter where I'm at, I'm going to bring that type of attitude. You mentioned the first game. You know, you say it's the most Bengals game. I don't necessarily know what, what that means, you know, because I'm playing Green Bay, Detroit, so I didn't really know the type of things that uh, what a typical Bengals game uh, looks like. But hearing you describe it, I haven't even really thought about it like that before because as I saw it, the defense, our last play of the game, I believe it was third and one or fourth and one, they ran right to me, made the tackle, Got us, our, got us the ball back, right? And that's my mentality is like, I don't care what's going on. We're going to make sure we put our absolute best in all situations. And, and that's going to give our team a chance to win. Whether we win or not, we'll get there. We'll get to that point. But it's all about doing your job to the best you can do to put your team, put your, uh, team in the right position to win, give them a chance to win. And that's what I try to bring to every – that's what I do bring to every – you know, any like on men. How how far away is this is this team? It seems very close. Team is very close, and when you have the quarterback like we have, you can definitely build around that. When you see the pieces that are being put together here in free agency, I mean, it, it looks it looks very 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 promising. Um, you've been, you've been posting some of your, your workout videos on, uh, on social media. And I mean, like, look, you, you get after it, but a lot of the stuff you're doing is sports specific position specific, your boys in the locker room, your boys in the league, they give you any business about your postings, you know, doing your bear rolls and, and, and your squats against the wall. <laughs> My first day in Cincinnati, Carlos Dunlap, Carl Lawson, Sam Hubbard, and Gino Atkins, said, those workouts you got, that's, give us a call next time you go to do that, man, because they they, they look pretty impressive, man. They, we haven't seen anything like that before, you know. Um, I even did a pool workout, and I didn't know. They were passing the video around. This was on our off day. I'm doing a pool workout in the hotel I'm staying at during camp. I come in the next day after that. The, the video is getting circulated around the locker room. Everybody saying, man, Mike, so you going to take us swimming and do some D-line work in the pool, too? And I'm just like, wow. So the guys like it. People are impressed. And um, it, there, there's definitely um, some imitation going on there. Uh, even one of the, our uh, strength trainers at the facility I trained at, he really took to the, and I posted this, him doing the exact same uh, body position, athletic position, I should say, uh, rotational dumbbell curls that I did. He's he, you know, a lot of people are taking to the workouts. Yeah, no, it's it it, 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 it man, infecting with the right things, right? No, no, there's no, there's no question about it. Um, some of the stuff you developed, did did you develop yourself and say, hey, I'm going to take some of the strength stuff I learned, even when I when I you know my redshirt year and, and training at Iowa and training along the way and develop my own, or is there somebody else who has guided you and put in these kind of uh, sports specific twists to what what a kind of more traditional uh, historic workouts? It's definitely um, my own touch to it. I've 
need to take a note to learn from all the great weightlifting sensei I've had, uh, Coach Doyle, Coach Lavat, Coach Gizzy, Coach Nash, um, and uh, Coach Joe in Cincinnati. Uh, my trainer, you know, I have a trainer who I work with, and a uh, technique coach, rather, and every, everything we do is so, you know, you say it's position-specific, but it's really body positioning, not football positioning. Because when I look at him train guys at other positions, I see, oh, my goodness. I didn't know that defensive linemen and wide receivers have similar motions, similar feet uh, 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 motionaries, quick twitch, hand motionaries in different parts of the game. I had no clue. I'm watching him train Geronimo Allison, and I'm saying, wow, that looks like me playing defensive line. But I see how applicable it is as a receiver. So now let me know that that's not position-specific. It's just body movement, body technique. Mike Daniels, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Coach Doyle, you meant is, is Chris Doyle. Okay, so he was the legendary strength coach at Iowa. You registered there. You went from a two-star prospect to a fourth-round draft pick and an absolute stud at Iowa, and obviously you've had an outstanding career. He was going to go to Jacksonville, but then the accusations of what went on at Iowa and the feelings in that locker room caused him to have to resign before he really worked a day on the job. In your experience with him, just yours, uh, what was your reaction to what's led to kind of his career's downfall? My experience there is exactly what you said. Went from a two-star, 207-pound uh, running back into a 310-pound, 295-pound, well, at the time of Iowa, 290-pound, all-Big Ten, draftable defensive tackle. Stud. That perfectly sums up my experience at Iowa with the weight room, with Coach Doyle, Coach Ferris, Coach Kaczynski, everybody. But but you're also, a, a, like, you're a black man from New Jersey. You come into to Iowa, right? Like, it's it's a different environment. Was there, was there a time in which you didn't feel comfortable in that environment? Football is football. And, hey, whatever environment we're in, we won't get the job done. And that's the attitude that I take. Like you mentioned, um, you know, going into uh, different locker rooms, how are guys looking at my videos? Like I said, I'm bringing the attitude of improvement, dominance, and winning, no matter where I go. High school, college, whatever professional football team I'm at, that's what I'm inflicting and instilling to all of those around me. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, when you are a former Packer and you watch their success, how does it sit with you? You like to see your guys do well. You're happy for everybody. See guys get big contracts. Two guys who I play lined up against, lined up with. Two of the highest paid players in the league or in the in the history of position. Guy receiver going to Pro Bowls. I was there at Devontae's first Pro Bowl. Now he's been a four. These, these guys are doing great. They're doing great. But, unfortunately, you know as well as I know in the NFL, the only way that a team can crown themselves as successful is by winning the Super Bowl. Mike, listen, man. Of course, they short two years in a row. When, when, you, when you see Tampa, a team that all they needed was a little hope, they had struggled for so long, right? And, and also you see the longevity of a lot of those guys, right? Like, and has been doing it a long time as well. But you see Tom Brady's l- longevity. Granted, different position, different level of explosiveness needed. Does that change your perspective on how long you can do this thing? It just proves to me what I already knew. And that's, you'll play as long as you want to. Granted, you do all the right things, taking care of your body, training properly, eating properly. Th- those things will make sure you last as long as guys like James Harrison, Tom Brady, you know? And I think the Buccaneers showed a great example that it doesn't matter how old you are, if you got guys doing the right things, you're going to win. It's very, very, very true. Mike, man, love your energy. Love the videos. Keep them coming. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. 
Yep. Thanks for having me. Uh, Mike, Mike Daniels, of course, a Bengals defensive tackle. He joins us. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, live in the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Let's get to the press. The press. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted and try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train stop, trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. 
All right, Steve DeSager, hit me with the press. Let's start with the item from Lindsey Theory, L.A. football reporter for ESPN, that Jared Goff's relationship with his Rams coach, Sean McVay, began to worsen in 2019 when the Rams missed the playoffs and the quarterback showed signs of regression from the year before. McVay, a majority of the time, backed Goff publicly, but, quote, something different was going on behind the scenes, McVay frequently yelled at Goff on the sidelines and called him out in front of players and coaches after a loss to the Niners last season. A league source told the writer, Sean lost touch with how much he was breaking Jared down, but there's got to be the build back up. McVay was either unaware or disinterested in protecting Jared Goff's confidence. I yeah, was he was tired he, of hell. He was done. He was, he was done. If y'all got a crew, you got to have a he fall was, guy. If y'all got a crew, he he was he was he was done. And her done done done. Yeah. You know, and I I I I'm sure it built up. I think some of it by the way, some of it was the fact that um you know, he I think that they were disappointed at the lack of work ethic and accountability. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, like you can't, you just you can't fool players. They know if you're yeah. if you're not totally bringing it, and they yeah. didn't feel like he was totally bringing it. Yes. And when Sean McVay got completely out coached by Belichick in the Super Bowl, did he get called out in front of players and coaches after the loss? Um. Well, again, oh. again, if you go back, I mean, McVay publicly has always taken full accountability with with the San Francisco game for when things went yep. wrong, yep. and he has said he got out coached there. Um, but I'm guessing that. Deep down in his heart, he's like, if I had a better quarterback, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> right? Or running game, yeah. In that one. As by, by the way, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, what, didn't Michael Brockers, who was Rams defensive lineman, didn't he say when they made the deal getting rid of Goff that when they acquired from Detroit right. Stafford, oh, we, that's, that's an upgraded quarterback. Right. And then Brocker now, Brockers is now. Got traded not, to yes. Detroit. <laughs> He's huh? Jared Goff's teammate now. Huh. Okay. Thanks for playing. Okay. Well, we have a story today. Uh, outstanding service awards were given to a couple guys in Arizona. One, an NFL lineman, Patriots' Justin Heron, described as a hero by police in Tempe, coming to the aid of a woman who was being attacked in a public park. A man had pushed the 70-year-old one woman to the ground he's in arizona here and doing off-season training happened to be walking through the park at the time he told 12 news in tempe i was in shock 11 a.m middle of the day very open field the fact that it happened there at that time very shocking heron is 65 304 he grabbed the assailant held him there until police arrived 65 304 <laughs> that assailant's like please send the cops this guy is much better Bigger and badder than the cops. We have the update on the March Madness TV ratings. The Monday stuff is incomplete. So these are the ratings through Sunday. It's only They're not going to be good, by the way. It's only down 3% so far compared to the comparable period of a couple of years ago. And remember, they had Zion Williamson and Duke getting boffo ratings back then. So this is not so bad so far. The windows are getting an average of a combined 8.5 million if you add up the four channels. As for Sunday, it was very good. The Loyola Chicago upset of Illinois, that was 6 million viewers. Then Baylor, Wisconsin, 7.7 million. And then the most watched game of the tournament so far, Syracuse, West Virginia Sunday was 7.8 million viewers. That makes it the largest non-football sports audience on TV since the Dodger playoff games last October. Roger that. It's good. That's good. Let's let's let us let us let us see what happens on Monday. Man, look, look, I'm a fan. I loved it. I watched every game. I'm not really the guy to to ask. Do I think the ratings will suffer because so many of the name teams are out? Absolutely. I do. I, I do. Uh Syracuse helps their name school. Michigan helps. Gonzaga helps some. Um, but you know, I mean, we 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 end up with like Baylor, Gonzaga, Bama, and I don't know, in the in the the four in Loyola, Chicago, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. not Ohio State out as well. Yeah. That's yes. a lot of eyeballs. Ohio yes. State's loss, by the way, to Oral Roberts Friday afternoon was just about the highest rated, one of the highest rated first round games of the last decade. Yay. And this from Duxbury, Massachusetts today, a high school fired its successful football coach and hired an outside consultant to assist an investigation into reports 
that the football team used anti-Semitic language in its on-field play calling during a game recently, including a mention of Auschwitz. They have severed ties with head coach Dave Mameron and canceled this Friday's game. The coach is a special needs teacher at the school. He releases a statement saying he apologizes for the insensitive, crass, inappropriate language used in the game. He called it careless, unnecessary, hurtful, inexcusable. This state's football teams have won five state championships at Duxbury since 2005. Uh, I'm reading this story. Can't you just say Razor or Bronco like everybody else in their play calls? Exactly. These are not being used against what the opponent the, or what anything. Is the, what is the matter with this dude? Exactly. Yep. What is going on? What, what, like, what is the... How does it get to that level? Who's the adult I, I don't, in the room? I, well, he's yeah, the Roger adult. That. He's also like a special needs teacher. He knows what it's like to be, you know, at least in terms That's of right. kids making made fun of. But uh, you don't have to be a special needs teacher. Just be a human being. Personal fire. With any, any sort of brain. Face mask. And, and look, I am like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jewish, I'm a Jewish guy, right? Raised in a reformed Jewish household. I am like the least overly sensitive person. You guys know this. Like, so at some point, I, I don't need sensitivity training. I need like some sensitivity, just even for my own, from, for myself. Like, I don't. I've had my chops busted for years. I'm good with it. Right. So when people say like, oh, that you stop being a Nazi, I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's offensive. But um, even as a high school athlete, wouldn't it raise but, an eyebrow? But when you when you use an Auschwitz reference. Yeah. What, what's the upside for that? Exactly. There is no upside. There's no upside. There, there's simply like you're an idiot. Yeah. You, you're you should not be alive. And the kids are idiots, but it's not their fault because they're being led by an idiot. That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. You know what the problem is, Steve? Yes? It's the adults. Yes. This, this goes without saying that we eliminate this type of thing by adults being adults and it not being passed on to other generations, like, say, high school footballers. I mean, just... Just dumb you can't was you can't fix stupid <laughs> that's really what it is you can't fix stupid and yeah that's uh, i'm 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 dumbfounded i can't i can't believe it but okay whatever it we just move on happened today this firing i know i'm, I'm reading this i'm like reading the story my jaw is agape Cause it and it's also it's like a good football president, and this just happened. Like, yeah, the administration said it was uh, horrifying and disappointed. The outrage is real and warranted, and we hear it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even. I, can you imagine? Like, you're just sitting there. You're like, did a double take? Did they just say what they said? Nah, no way. That's right. And no keep, way. Keep in mind, there's spring football because there was no fall football for the pandemic. So this is sure. your high school football season going right. on. And, and, and one of the best teams this. in the state. And they just won 31 nothing. Wow. I don't even. I mean, what's the matter with people? You know, here here's a good starting place, right? Let's not make references on slavery. Um, uh, what was it called? Genocide, right? Mm -hmm. Slavery, genocide, and yeah, let, we just start there. We're and Even and overt at, sexual references, yeah. like we're good at the most minimal level. How lazy do you have to be as a coach concocting play calls to come I don't up know. with that? I don't know. I mean, usually what you do is you, you I. I you, you credit who, wherever you got the play from, yeah. and that's where the credit goes from. Or then you go through, you know, fire, blast, you know, whatever. There's there's a million different ways to do it. That, I don't know. Uh, um, my new All Ball podcast has Paul Mills on it. It's great. He's the head coach of Oral Roberts. His rise to prominence is amazing. He's a charming dude. I think you'll love it. That's All Ball on the Herd Podcast Network. Back tomorrow on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.